Let's talk Battle Rap Daily on a Monday morning. Uh, afternoon hours, I actually feel way more refreshed. I feel way more vitalized. I feel way more in tune, and I'm ready to really, like, talk some battle rap. The lighting is really white here, though, man. Like, it's almost too bright, you know what I mean? But we'll figure the lighting out soon. Uh, Sketch says, Surf is very happy to JC Loss. Hey, listen, man, I want to start on a positive note, Sketch. If you guys heard the track when um, it was bumping, we, we, we had that beat out, that black, that black, that black dot playing, you know what I'm saying? Because if you ask me, B-Dot should be the champion cover for Volume 8. Um, and B-Dot had a fantastic performance, man. Nah, it's all good, Sketch. You good? I just I just kind of wanted to start a little bit more positive. You know, like, in that, like it just in sports in general, the conversation is always, did he lose or did this person win? And people like to talk about how this person lost. More than how this person won. So, like, JC and Sirius Jones, that's a whole segment within itself. We're going to get there. Best believe. I ain't ducking no smoke. We're going to talk about it. And I got some numbers. We got some track records we're going to pull. We got some narratives that we have to disprove. I got. There's been some false narratives regarding JC that we'll get there in due time. But for now, I wanted to salute BDOT because I felt like his 2021 was a bit of a quiet year. Right? Battle Shotgun Sugar, the top of the year. Shotgun Sugar was coming off one of his worst years of his career. People thought it was a mismatch, and Shotgun Sugar did better than expected. I mean, Shotgun Sugar's a professional. He can he can string up good performances from time to time, but because that was a little bit more competitive and close, people were like, oh, B-Dot's having debatables with Suge. Like, like that's supposed to be a bad thing. Like, no, man, Suge, Suge leveled up. Suge showed up for B-Dot. You know what I'm saying? If Suge came with anything less, it, it probably would have been a, it probably would have been a clear loss. And in my opinion, personally, I still think the battle's clear for B-Dot. That's just me. I'm not one of those people that go by shock value of expectations. But, you know, it was a, it was a good battle. Um, then the DNA battle happened, and salutes to the DNA battle, because I really felt like DNA and Beat Out are two professionals that just really wanted to be on Gnome, had a good battle, there's good content in there, but it's just, it was just a forgettable battle, like, you know what I mean? Beat Out and DNA was just a bit of a forgettable battle, like, you had Danny Myers choking that weekend, that was the main story, you had, obviously, Roman Geechee splitting the buck 50, um, you got Tay Rock pulling his upset, which that went under the radar, all right? If Tay Rock beating Chilla Jones went under the radar, could you imagine what Beat Out and DNA did? Like, that, that battle, like, just kind of got lost in the shuffle alongside the reloaded battles that happened the next day. Regardless, what I'm saying is it was a good performance, but it's still, like, didn't make any waves. It didn't make any, like, real impact. We weren't really talking about it on these battle rap streets, on these battle rap Twitter streets. And the two-on-two was a good showing. Um, him and Real Sick kind of got a bit of a lesson from Arsenal Kit Chaos. But two-on-twos are two-on-twos, you know? Those are all-star games. So it felt like he had a real quiet year after coming off of being a, a arguably champion of the year. He was performing at a champion of the year level all of 2020. And truth be told, last night or two nights ago against Av, he brought that level right back. That was the beat out we saw against Holmesy. That was the beat out we saw against T-Top. That was the beat out we saw against Rum Nitty. That was the beat out that was arguably somebody's champion of the year. Wow. I thought he was good too, Justin. I'm just saying I felt like the battle didn't have that much impact, respectfully. You know what I mean? I, I just kind of felt like the battle just, it got lost in the shuffle. It didn't really have any standout. Like, like it, it just, 
it wasn't talked about as much. Like, if you had to write a report as to what happened at Gnome, your top three headlines were not beat out in DNA. You know what I mean? Lil Reggie says, he's still my champion of the year from that year. Lil Reggie, I am not mad at you about that, bro. Jeremy Perkins says, in the land of the blind, the man with the third eye defines wisdom. Yo, that that decompress uh, line, because I'm one of the coldest, coldest things out. That line was hard, man. That line was hard. And yo, we we got to talk about this. I mean, beat out an app has not dropped on the app yet, so it would be very premature to say this. But I'm very confident that when it drops, the the votes will favor beat out. And beat out would have been the only person on the Euro app to beat Romniti and Av. That's that's major. That is major. Will does it right, says, and beat them clear at that. That's a fact. Now, don't get it twisted, right? This is where clear wins get kind of murky sometimes, right? Because... I have this ideology when it comes to body bagging your opponents. Like, when you're bodying your opponent, p- part of it is because your opponent also sucked too, I think. And you were that much better. And people were, you know, people were ready to get back to your material in your rounds and ready to fast forward your opponent in real time. So I feel like when you're bodying somebody, part of it is like you're really good and they're and they're they're partially bad. Or they're not doing so well. It's very rare that I'm seeing battles where somebody did really good and got bodied. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not it's, it happens but it's rare. So when people do very well but there's a level above them or there's somebody that just did way better, those are the losses that really really sting because these are big matches. These are these are uh reputable names, high caliber opponents, uh big stage cards or or at least uh, highly like view cards cuz you know volume's a small room but it's on caffeine so hundreds of thousands of people are watching it and you came with you came with the best you could have. Av was good. Like the, the, do not listen, I know Surf has a headline where he says that's the worst Av he's seen. A bad Av is a good Av. If if you think that was a bad Av, he was still good. I don't think that's a bad Av by any means. But even if you thought that Av was not good, it's still better than what's out there. You know what I'm saying? And Av's third round, I, I feel like that third round got slept on, truthfully. I I enjoyed Av trying to angle, Av trying to talk. Like, Av was really, di- you know, he he was... He was really getting beyond the surface of what he does, and he, he's really showcasing his versatility, but I guess it's just you can't get into an angle match with BDOT. It, it won't work, right? Let's read some of these messages. Jay Sketch says, Av was slept on for real, for real. The Bronxo says, Jones and Verb got a battle. Oh, man. <laughs> Justin responds to him, said, we do not need that. Hey, I hear that, man. Tata says it did. Yes, Ty, I agree with you, man. Nitty tried the angle thing and it didn't work. G420 says Av second and third was good. His first was just all right. What up, Lion Legacy? Justin 98 says beat out won the angle heavyweight championship when he beat T Top. <laughs> it's a good message, man. Um, look, man, 
I want to give high praise to BDOT. I can't wait till he wins that champion cover because if I see that cover and it does not have BDOT, we all have we all have to commit to rioting, right? Like all of us in this chat, all of us watching the show right now, we have to commit that we will riot if BDOT is not on this cover. He doesn't deserve to be a blurb on the side. He he is the cover performance of the night. And for somebody to have not battled since July and come back with performance of the night, like that's high that's high praise man that's that's very good that's really really good honestly i kind of feel like he can he can low key sn sneak into like not not a top 10 battle rapper maybe but at least a top 20 because it's like i can't really point to any flaws in his year like maybe only thing i can point to is the battles for me might have not really made that much impact or much surface once they once they happen but the performances are a are are top notch he has not taken a step back Whatsoever, he's still performing at an extremely high level. You know what I mean? Tata, we're going to get to Chilla Jones, man. We're going to talk about it. We is going to talk about it. No clear losses is the no uh, no pass look. I agree, man. I agree. I really feel like he made a, a nice little staple for himself to say, yo, don't forget, I'm still really good. Don't forget that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, no pass. Look, I, I feel you. Like, uh, I'm not saying he has to be cream of the crop of this list, but I think he's earned the conversations and now say, yo, I think he needs to be on this list. Like, I can't name 19 guys that are rapping better than B-Dot right now. That's just how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So, salute to B-Dot and salute to Av, though, because as you guys know, Av ducks no smoke. Um, but Av... Boy, 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 this is tough, man. It's tough when you it's tough when you take losses and you didn't have a bad performance because then there's, there's two parties, right? There's a people that say, oh, oh, you did better than people are giving you credit for. And then there's another party where they exaggerate it as if, like, Av just completely died. And I don't think Av died by any means, but I also don't really see a path of victory when I watch it back. You know, I'm saying when I see all these clips on the timeline, and I'm I'm reading the notes that I took down for the battle. I don't think there's a I don't I don't feel like I have wins that battle on the replay. You know what I'm saying? And and besides, Bida is a replay value kind of battle rapper. Like he only gets better as you keep watching him. So like if you didn't feel like I've had a chance in that moment, as you rewind it, it it might just shrink. It might just shrink. Line Legacy, I agree with you. His third round angle was superb. Um, it, it did not get a lot of credit, did not get a lot of reactions, but I guess like when you're angling somebody that is a master angler, doesn't matter how good you did it. He's beat. is doing it at the, at the highest level possible when you're doing it at a proficient level. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, it's like if I bring in an 88 on my exam and you brought in a 97, like I does, I did very well. I did very well, but you were damn near flawless. Alright, man. Let's talk about JC, man. Now's the time. We got we got quotes. You know we got quotes. Alright, man. Sue Surf weighs in on JC's performance against Sirius Jones. Let's put some context to everything, right? Going into the battle, the predictions had JC as an eighty-eight percent favorite by all fan vote metrics and social media polls. And he lost the battle 72% to 28 by the fan vote. Now, look, there's a few things I want to say, right? I know the fan vote, 
I know people don't give that much weight to it, but I do feel like it it, it time stamps raw emotions in real time. And more importantly, this is the second time somebody's been that big of an underdog come out winning the fan vote. That speaks volumes for something, no pun intended. So Surf weighs in on JC's performance and says, you can't be losing to Sirius Jones and think you can talk to me. You've taken a step back. He might have to battle me in a small room. Anything else is not fair. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys chop it up, and then we're gonna we're gonna really we're gonna really digest this JC in the small room thing. The no pass looks as these surf stands are hysterical. Update guy, salute, salute to update guy. What up, gang? He says JC would die in the small room. Yikes. Small room JC. Oh, I can't read that out loud, man. Come on. <laughs> JC21. Sirius is rambly, says Marquise. Big stage, small room, don't matter. Go to have the mechanic voice. He says, big stage, small room, mid-size, don't matter. J- Surf 3-0. Lion Legacy says, don't do it, JC. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Um, I don't have high confidence in JC battling Surf on the stage. Not, not, not none so ever. But here's my hot take. I actually think he has a better chance on a stage than a small room. Now, the reason why I say that is everybody likes to highlight this JC in a small room as if, like, this is the most powerful version of him. Like, this is the most, like, you're in his territory as if this is the area where he's become, like, unguardable or nobody can beat him. And that's just not true, man. That's just not true. Let's pull up JC's volume resume, right? JC's volume resume against New Jersey Twerk in 2017, then against Av in volume 3 in 2018. A couple years later, makes his return to volume against Sirius Jones. Guys, I don't know about you. I don't think I have JC winning any of those battles. Chat, do you got what's your record for JC in the volume? Like, do you have him 3 and 0, 2 1, 1 2, 0 and 3? Because I think he's 0 and 3 in the volumes. What do you guys think out there? Let's read some messages. No pass looks as JC is 03 in the volumes now. JC survived the crazy first from DNA and smoked them. Oh, we're talking about the state. We're talking about this volume, volume. G4 says the small room JC thing came from the chiller battle a, a decade ago. Justin 98, Justin 98 says 03, but he was only bad in one of them. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he, he's JC. He's always going to get some good content, but I don't have him winning any of these battles, bro. That's not a good sign. Now, right? We talked about JC in the volumes. Um, so this whole JC in the small room thing. You're like, oh, well, this is the volume series. What about his other small room battles? All right, cool. Let's talk about it. I got that too. JC from 2017 to 2021 has battled 12 times in the small room, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a good sample size, right? And in this 12 battle run in these four years, let's read it off. New Jersey Twerk, Av, Charlie Clips, Loso, Kid Chaos, Riggs, uh, Battle Rider, Franchise, First Lady Flames, Nun Nun, Fawn, Sirius Jones. And out of these 12 battles in small rooms in the last four years, I have him losing five of these. In fact, the app has him losing three of these already. Right, and we just we just said that he might have lost to Twerk and Av, so you might have him losing to Twerk, Av, Clips, Loso, and Sirius Jones. He might be seven and five in a in a room that's supposed to be the most 
catered room to his abilities. Truth be told, some of these are debatable too. Like I feel like that none none battle is debatable. Um, I feel like the Kid Chaos battle is debatable. But you know the fan the, the votes um, don't give the full context to how competitive those battles were. You know, and his some of his clearest wins in his room is against Riggs and Ryder, which you know respectfully I think they're very much levels below him or franchise as well, which I still think is levels below him. So like, I don't think this JC in the small room thing, I don't think it's a real thing. And if you really look back to JC's peak, you know what I'm saying? Before, like, when he was, like, on the verge of getting low deluxe, that run, all those battles were on the stages. The Big K battle, uh, some people have him losing it, but it was a good performance. The Chef Trez battle, that's a mid-sized room, 500 in the venue. Uh, the, the the Chess battle, another 500 people in the venue. The Rum Nitty battle, that's Summer Madness, couple thousands in the venue. You know what I mean? So, like, his run... Where he showed the, his his highest form, we're all on stages. And then in 2018, when he was a top five champion of the year candidate, all his battles were on stages against DNA on Gnome, against Iron Solomon on Summer Madness. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- this guy is good on stages more than he probably is in the small room. Believe it or not, against Beat Out that year, you know, I thought he'd be Beat Out that year as well. So this this small room thing might be a myth. He actually might be better on the stage in the small room. I know, I know, we're going to talk about the Chilla Jones battle. It's one of the greatest battles of all time, yeah. But it's also 10 years ago. And I know you're going to point to some of his RB highlights, right? You know what I mean? Uh, the Craig Lamar battle. Uh, he's got a ton. The Buchanan battle. He's got, he's got a ton of RB highlights. But that's not a small room still. That's still 100 to 200 people in that room. For me, small room is like 30 or less, where it's very intimate. And in those settings, like, he's he's barely above 400. He's not even dominating people. And most times in these settings, when he's battling a brand or an artist that's probably just as big, if not bigger than him, pause if necessary, he doesn't win these battles. <laughs> like, uh, this is, I don't know. I don't know. This, this small room thing is a myth to me. You know what I mean? So that's just how I feel. I don't know if JC in the small room is a real thing. Um... He really might be better on the stage. Will does it right, says he is better on the stage to me. Justin 98 says, low-key, JC clearly losing in a small room battle is a yearly event. That's hilarious. Pause if necessary has to stop. Hey, Justin, man, you know, yeah, I know I don't play the pause game, but, you know, like, it's, it's gotten too far in battle rap to the point where I, I have to protect myself. He was supposed to battle EK on the roof last year. I would have loved to have seen that. That's you know that's that's before EK oversaturated himself, battling eleven times in one year. Um, Marquis says JC got Chef Trez out of here. That's one of the best JCs ever. But that is also in a crowd, bruh. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't think he is as spooky in a small room as people as people think. So. He slowed down the pace. He raps now for the big stage. Look at his battle with Suge, says Skyler. Great example. Skyler, a week after that, if you remember, JC also battled Saga in, uh, in Cleveland. That was on the stage, and he did fairly well there, too. 
You know what I'm saying? T-Rex says, JCB Fonz in the small room this year. Now, look, I'm not saying that he's not good in the small room. I'm just I'm just saying this narrative that him being dominant in a small room or him being him being in a small room is like the best version of him. It's it's not. I, I That's how I feel. I don't think that it is. You know what I mean? And Reggie, if you felt like JC30 Saga and he was fire, I'm not mad at you. But again, that's a stage. It's not a small room. So... I don't think he is as a fi- as as fire as he is on stages as he is in small rooms, bro. You know what I mean? So, Surf saying all that like you beat JC in a small room. I'm ready to retire the 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 sentence JC in a small room after this weekend. And now we talked all about JC's uh, you know shortcomings against Sirius Jones, but we didn't give Sirius Jones any credit to this battle because, bro, Sirius Jones has been. Honestly, making the conscious effort to want to get better, to adapt to this era, to adapt to the caffeine settings. Like, I, I at least felt like he he kind of went toe-to-toe with Nitty for a bit. Like, at least he won around and made it, you know, put some pressure on it. Like, like that, was, that was probably one of Nitty's hardest battles besides the finals in the tournament. Him and Sirius Jones, right? I've seen some people, even Tony Bro gives Sirius Jones that battle. Him and Swamp. Once you get past that diamond tester, that little debacle, he's not bad in that battle. He's not bad in that battle. You know what I mean? So he was eventually going to get over the hump. Like, he was kind of all right in the settings. You know what I mean? And Sirius Jones, for his entire career, since he's returned really to the modern era, he hasn't been bad. Let's pull this up here, man. Because we we need to really have this conversation about, like, um, everybody from his era. He really might low key be one of the better guys from the DVD era to translate to the modern era. Like I know we give Mook and Luck all the Mooks and Lux all this praise, but like, look at Sirius Jones. Like this man's battled uh, Ill Will, battled Sharon, he's battled Ness, he's battled Sway Seva, he's battled Disaster, he's battled Arsenal, he's battled DNA, he's battled Pat Stay. You know what I'm saying? He's battled uh. Head Ice, Battle Charlie Clips, Battle Daylight. Uh, yeah, bro. Battle Rum Nitty, obviously Rum Nitty Swamp and and JC. Like, he's outside. He's out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there really might be a case now where you're like, yo, Sirius Jones might have a better career than Murder Mook. Like, I mean, might not ever be as popular, might not ever be that icon that we familiar familiarize ourselves to when we talk about Battle Rap, but... There's got to be some respect put on this man's name because he is really out here. He's battling every league, RB, King of Value, URL. You know what I'm saying? Um, really put in work. So, like, also, like, when people say, oh, you let Sirius Jones beat you, like, yeah, bro, like, this, Sirius Jones not bad. <laughs> That's another narrative I wanted to bust. Like, Sirius Jones is not bad, bro. Did you hear all those names that I just said? And honestly, he he barely lost any of those battles, too. Salute to my man Cuban. Salute to my man Cuban. You know what I'm saying? He's not bad, bro. He's not. <laughs> Little Reggie says the math punch fucked up Sirius Jones' career. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it fucked it up, but it definitely... Put a nasty stain for quite some time. Sirius Jones' career is better than Mook career. Come on, stop talking, says one star. I don't know if you're agreeing with me or disagreeing, but as far as just resume, like, 
Yeah, kind of. Sirius Jones been outside more. Uh, he's yeah, kind of. I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't even. I don't even really think Sirius and and all. And I know Sirius Jones might be boring to some people, but I don't think he's had a performance as bad as Mook and Iron or Mook and Reed. Like I don't think he's had one performance as bad as that. You know what I'm saying? So. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, Will. I know, like Lux and Mook don't have much of a resume, so the resume argument with them is really like an endless circle. But at least Loaded Lux has the calico performance and the hollow performance, where it's like I can say, all right, Jones is not touching those two battles. Jones doesn't have any battle up to that standard. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I can easily put Lux ahead of Jones for sure. But I don't have to really start like really looking at this. Like, Jones, Iron Solomon, Lux, Mook. Like, we need, to, we need to have a sit-down, really review their resumes post-2012 and talk about where where do they rank amongst themselves. Read Dollars, too. Put Read Dollars in that conversation as well. You know what I mean? I agree with you. No past luck. He does have the Mike P battle. was The Mike P battle was kind of nasty. The Tony D battle was nasty, too. He was nasty in both those battles. I can stand corrected. Those are some bad battles. But man, like he choked in one of those battles. So like, I don't know. I don't know. Mook and Mook and, <laughs> Mook and Iron Solomon. It's bad work, man. That's bad. That's that's, that's whiskey business. Salute to Sirius Jones, though. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Chilla Jones and Kid Chaos. Some of the aftermath of that battle as well. Then we're gonna open up the hotlines and bring in some people. Let people call up and all that. We're gonna open up the Twitter Space hotline. If you want to pull up and just talk, you just request to be a speaker on Twitter space and uh, we'll do a one by one. You know what I'm saying? Instead of having a whole group forum thing so that we can keep the peace and keep some organization here. But uh, Chilla Jones and, and Kid Chaos, good battle. Really, really, really good battle. What do you guys have to say about Chilla Jones and Kid Chaos? J Sketch says Chilla 2 1. Chilla 2 1. Kid Chaos is dope. He just don't win battles, says Skyler. No pass looks, says solid battle. Justin 98 says chaos 2-1. I'm not mad at that. I, I sincerely, I'm sincerely honest with you. I'm not mad at that. I really feel like there's some of these battles that Kid Chaos will never get the popular vote for, but he's not losing these battles by by the, by the what the numbers are dictating. Like I truly feel like him and JC is like a debatable battle. He's getting killed by the the, the app votes. I feel like him and uh. And chess was closer than people like to admit. I got chess winning, but you know you can argue Kid Chaos, and I feel almost the same way about him and Chilla. Like I thought Chilla smoked Kid Chaos in the first round. Let's get that clear, right? Like he smoked them so bad in that first round that I was thinking to myself, like it's it's over. What we knew of Kid Chaos is now is is now gone. Like put him in the put him in the ashes and just and just throw him in the air. Like it, it was it was over. I really thought it was over. But then that second round was incredible. My problem with Kid Chaos is I don't feel like he can ever have more than one of those caliber of a round. So, like, once he had that second round, I'm like, oh, I feel like I feel like that's going to be his peak for the battle. Because his third round was still good. It just wasn't as good as his second. And Chilla Jones is just incredible, man. Don't let the Tay Rock performance be an outlier neither. Chilla Jones is incredible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Chilla Jones, the top of the year, took K-Shine out like how we've never seen before. 
was a favorite against Tay Rock, and although he might have lost that battle, still brought some good content. Had a really good battle with Kid Chaos. Um, there's a quote here from Geechee that he said last week. I want to pull this up because this is important and is relevant to what we're talking about right now. Let's see if I can get this on the screen. I probably can't get it on the screen, but I'm going to read this out loud. Geechee Gotti weighs in on what it means to be a great writer. And he says, People confuse being a great writer for being intricate when it's really being understandable and knowing your audience. And I felt like, you know, Kid Chaos can get into like, like Kid Chaos, if this is basketball, like he's just dribbling, 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 dribbling every possession. And, and, and Chilla Jones just knows how to tie in his pen so perfectly, implement the wordplay at the right spots. Where like I can get what he's saying, and if I rewind it, I'll probably I might have missed a line or two, but I'll I'll catch it on the playback. But he does a very good job at presenting that level of writing at that moment to that person, and I do feel like that's that's part of what makes him so good. Dave Levin says chaos goes on tangents too much. Chilla, uh, music by Wayne says Chilla and Chaos was the, his battle of the night. G420 says Chaos is hot sauce when he had no jump shot. Hilarious. Um, I'm reading some of these messages. KC is like Russell Westbrook, unfortunately, says Skyler. I need you to I need you to elaborate on that. I'm a Lakers fan. I need you I need you to unpack that one. I'm a, I need you to unpack that one. Tata says, I enjoy Kid Chaos. Yo, Tata, I I always watch a Kid Chaos performance and I'm entertained. And at the very least, I can always say he's going to give me one crazy round, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's boring like people want to try to say. Um, is he overcomplicated? Uh, maybe not overcomplicated, but he can definitely lose you. You know what I'm saying? If you're not all the way laser sharp focused. And if you ask me, truth be told... I think Kid Chaos is better when he's just trying to, like, throw haymakers at you and have these performance bars as opposed to when he's angling. Because he always kind of angles his opponent. He tries to always, like, angle them every round. Some rounds he stays on the subject longer than others. But, like, in his second round, like, when he's just, like, building up a topic for a punchline with some performance and he gets out that bag and moves on to the next thing, like, that's the best version of him. Plus, he's a little sarcastic. Has some banter. He's not, like, super funny, but he knows how to be comedic at times to kind of just, like, relief himself and you from all the intricacies that he's throwing at you. Um, so I think that's the best version of him. I look at him versus Chess, his first round against Chess, um, his second round against Danny, you know what I'm saying, his second round against uh, Chilla Jones. That's the best version of Kid Chaos. Let's read some of these messages. Justin says, that's definitely the most acclaimed version of him. I agree. Skyler says, he's great, but the artist's simplicity is missing. Line Legacy says, it's third against Saga. It's a good example. Uh, Dave says, Ars gave him advice. You got to use it. And clearly, he knows how to put it together for a round. Like, because you're never wa- you're never walking away from his battles where it's like, he didn't give you one amazing round. He always does that. 
He's able to also kind of be memorable, too. That's really good. Despite how difficult he is to, like, catch at times. This is, this is what I've always said. Like, when I'm trying to, like, transcribe bars in the moment, when I'm covering these events, or if I'm in person, Kid Chaos is, hands down, the hardest person to quote. Because I'm going to miss a portion of this setup somewhere. It's not going to make all the way sense. The setup is is, is long. The punch is rewarding, but there's a part of it that I'm just not going to, like, grasp. And it's really difficult to quote. But, however, he does find a way to simplify it, um, have a bar that's sometimes not so direct to his opponent, but good enough where it's like he adds performance and you remember that shit. You know what I mean? Like, against Danny, the facial recognitions, that shit. Even Pat Poose walked away remembering that bar. You know what I mean? Then against, like, Jada Nightwing, the there, there, and there. That bar was crazy. The Hercules, Hercules. You know what I'm saying? All these bars have a, have some movement to it, Jay Sketch. So, like, I feel like that's where he finds a way to stay memorable. Um, against Chess, the DJ Divinal, still spinning back. Like, all, all, all of that stuff, like, that lets you know there's a lot of talent there. You know what I'm saying? He just probably is just hasn't figured out the right formula for it. But to his defense, his competition has definitely raised. Battling Danny Myers, battling Chilla Jones, you know what I'm saying? That's not easy, bro. It's a hard battles. Battling chess, especially chess this year, it's a hard battles, man. You know what I mean? Justin98 says, Chaos bars get the most crowd reactions, tend to be my least favorite. Wow, interesting. Jayska says you just coasting now, fire. He's taking harder battles than Lux. No shots, just facts. Damn, Sydney. Calling Geechee easy? Geechee's a pretty hard battle. Geechee in the West Coast. I can't think of anything harder than that. The fuck? Look, Reggie says you can tell sometimes it's all in... It's all it's all first draft. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'll agree with that just because, like, I know a, a little bit of his writing process. I know how meticulous he is, and I know how much battlers do this editing thing with their rounds. So I don't know if it's all first draft, but I, I, I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to say. I feel you. I feel you. Lock, Justin says, Lux just battle Aquaman Atlantis. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, Sydney, salute to Sydney, man. But Sydney crazy, man. Battling Geechee in Long Beach, California. Like, I can't think of a harder task than that. You know what I mean? Like, that, the degree of difficulty on that shit is crazy. All right, let's talk, let's, let's move on. Salute to Kid Chaos and Chilla Jones. Um, looking forward to Chilla Jones battle Emerson Kennedy two weeks from now. Uh, he wants to also be active. He called out O-Red, Chess, and Mike P for Volume 9. Maybe we might see another Chilla Jones battle before the end of the year on Caffeine. Stay tuned for that. Let's talk a little bit about Arsenal and Loso. This is now... Arsenal's what? Maybe fourth battle this year? One-on-one on Caffeine. He battled Danny. This battle real sick. This battle Luke Castro. Now he's battle Loso. 
see what the people have to say first before I chop it up. Lil Reggie says this was a smoke break for him. Mikey Moore says this was meh. Level Scale says next battle, please. Skylar says that that was a weird battle, not that fire. I skipped this one, says T-Rex. Look, man. This is what I think about Arsenal in, in twenty in the year 2021, right? Truthfully, I don't think he's won a one-on-one battle all year long. That's one. Two, he has to be the greatest, like, risk-to-reward available for anybody. Because nothing will change Arsenal's legacy, his impact, his aura, his bag. Like, nothing's going to change that. He is so solidified that he's just really pretty much outside and just and just taking all these battles, right? And it's dope that he's outside, but people's like, oh, he's giving all these shots. Nobody gives shots like Arsenal. Yeah, I don't know. I, w- I want you to come outside with quality. I don't want you to come outside with quantity, right? Because when I look at everybody he's battled this year, Danny Myers' performance against Arsenal is my least favorite Danny performance, other than real sick, obviously. Um... Real Six performance against Arsenal is probably my least favorite Real Sick of the year. Lou Castro against Arsenal, the best part of that battle wasn't the bars. It's the banter. Tag me. Tag me too. Tag me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it was a solid battle. It was cool for Summer Madness and all that, but, like, it's not a battle I'm really replaying. And so, Loso also got the same deal where it's like, I feel like it's Arsenal that's kind of bringing down the value of the content as of lately. King says, yet they all still beat him. Look, I, I guess I started off saying Arsenal has not won a, a, a one-on-one battle all year round on URL. You know what I mean? So, get that out the way. But two, it's like, he's not really, he's not mailing it in. But he's not performing to the, to the highest level he could. But again, this man has battled 70, 80 times. Like, I, I'm even surprised at times that he's just he's outside as much as he is. I respect that, but you know, the, the 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 content, the material isn't up to par. Plus, when you're battling Arsenal, man, Arsenal has battled so many people. What do you say to this man? So the people that probably battle him don't really probably know what to say, or or they're stuck, or there's a, everything they want to say has been said to them before. So it's kind of becoming this weird thing where on paper, it looks really good to say, I'm battling Arsenal the Rebel. And then on paper, afterwards, down the line, it says, I beat Arsenal the Rebel. I have him on my resume. But everything in between that just doesn't suffice for me. Respectfully. Respectfully, by the way. Like, it doesn't... Arsenal still one of the greatest of all time. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like still to this day, you look at Arsenal, I guess, like... What he did for Twerk and Geechee, like, that's that's probably the better version of him later in his career. But all these battles now, like this drugs battle, I'm not always a big fan of his. Jerry West battle wasn't a big fan of. The Danny, the Real Sick, the Castro, the Loso battle. Like, I, I wasn't I wasn't high on these performances, you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just me. That's just me. Skyler says, Loso with that Christian bump was weak as F. Hilarious, man. Hilarious. You know, but this is this was a good this was good for Loso, you know, like Loso adds another another W to his side. He'll probably get the win on the app, you know what I'm saying? It'll help his app rankings. Um it can't it can't hurt his year. It can't hurt his year, it can only help. But you know, I still haven't seen a performance of like him and chess, him and Vixen. I have yet to see that since then. But I think that's just everybody, right? Like you 
you're battling so frequently, it's hard to replicate those moments. It's hard to chase that. It's hard to um, hit new peaks and strides. So now that we're talking about Loso and Av, they, they were both on uh, this card. Let's have a little debate here, man. Let's talk a little bit about Loso and Av. I got a little comparison sheet here. Because I've been having some debates with some of my battle rap buddies over the weekend about this. If you had to put champion of the year, right? Who are you ranking ahead of who? Like, we're talking, let's say this is the 10th spot, the 9th spot, the 8th spot, like, and it's between Loso and Av, right? I did a resume comparison of the three-round battles. At the bottom, I put um, the two-on-twos and the one-rounders because I know those battles don't weigh as much as a three-round battle. But I'm kind of looking at it now, and I, I kind of feel like, you know, you might be able to give the edge to Loso. It still might be debatable, but Loso does have Jaden Nightwing, which will either make or break his case. But as of right now, I start to you guys. Resume comparison, Av and Loso for 2021. Who do you have? Who do you think has the better year? Okay, I see a no pass says Av slightly. No pass says Av beating Jane Sick is major. Skyler says edge to Av. Lil Reggie says Loso lost to chess and body by twerk and bad battle with Arsenal. Jace Cash says Av, Av. Skyler says Loso has mad losses. Man, I don't care. Loso had that chess performance though. So here's my thing, right? I know we're gonna this is where I broke it down. I know we're gonna say, well, Loso lost to twerk and chess. Av lost to DNA and B dot. I, I feel like those two losses right there, boom, kind of already like I, they both had two clear losses. And at the very least for me, Loso and Chess is still one of the best battles this year. Um, Loso in 40, I see a lot of people have 40 beating him. It's a one-round battle. You know what I mean? It's, it's down here below with the one-rounders because it's a one-round battle. I think you can still make the argument for Av right now. I think Av probably edges Loso. You can also make a case that Loso edges Av. Like, whoever you have with the better year, I think it's, like, close. But Loso is battling Jada Nightwing in two weeks. So, that's going to be the deal breaker. Like, if he has a good performance and beats Jay, then it's like, all right, maybe we can put him ahead of Av. If he loses to Jay, then it's like, all right, now we definitely can't put him ahead of Av. So... This is important, though. This is important to start doing. I'm going to start doing a bunch of resume comparisons real soon with you guys because we got two months left in the year, and I want to see what you guys think of these people now before they take their last couple last-minute battles and start to, like, get some stings around. And I'm trying to collect some receipts. You feel me? I'm collecting some receipts because I know how this game goes. All right? I know exactly how this game goes. You say something in November and December. Yeah. Come January, completely changed your mind. I've seen it all the time, bruh. I've seen it all the time. So I agree with a lot of you guys. I think you can still make the case for Av over Loso, but we're still pending Loso's results versus Jada Nightwing, which will which will then make the argument. Uh some last things about the aftermath of volume eight. Uh salute to Verb. Um he had a better performance than some of his more recent ones, but I feel like Sue Surf described this battle as best as possible. And I'm going to read his quote for it. <laughs> this quote's kind of crazy, so I'm glad I'm reading it. And I'm not saying it myself. But I actually 100% agree with how Surf assessed this battle. He said, Verb and Ice was like mid, but you didn't have no... Uh, let, me read it, let me read it properly. Hold on. 
Okay, here we go. Verb and ice is that mid, but you know it's mid when you ain't got no weed, so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Bruh, that, that's like the perfect description for it, honestly. Like... That's really the perfect description for it. It's like, all right, man, it's, it's not bad, but, you know, I'll, I'll take it, and it's all right. I'll enjoy it, but I know it's all right. So, yeah. And sometimes you just got to call battles for what it is, man. This, that's exactly how I felt about it, like, you know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of surprised that this battle had been brewing for 12 years, and Ice didn't even really touch on the storyline of it. That was weird to me. Um, Averb says he's outside and wants to battle some of the new era, the new era cats. And I mean, Verb, I gotta, I gotta come clean with you, Verb. Like, you might have had a better performance than JC that night, you know, because JC was talking crazy to Verb. But I, I, you didn't have a better performance than Chaos. You didn't have a better performance than a lot of new era guys I've seen. Like that Verb is not beating any new era guy that I've seen as of lately. It's not being Fonz. It's not being Lou. It's not being Sick. It's not being Easy. You know what I mean? It's it's not being any of these guys. But nonetheless, Verb sells it. Sells it. Sells it. He talks it well. Um, Lil Reggie says JC was better than Verb. Lil Reggie, I strongly disagree with you. And I also put out a Twitter poll asking the people who had a better performance. And I was surprised to see that Averb won that poll by 75%. I don't think JC was better than Verb that night either. You know what I mean? So. <clears throat> Justin says that Verb could possibly be Castro. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, Reggie, th th that was the numbers, man. I I let me let me get you the exact numbers. Um, while I get this, do you guys agree that Verb had a better performance than JC on Saturday? Let me know what you think while I get these numbers up. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It would have been debatable. All right, here we go. 1,550 votes. 76% says Averb. 24% says JC. Yikes. Big yikes, man. I'm just kind of upset because it's like, JC damn near sold me on a verb battle that Friday night. Like the way he 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 was he he was he was the aggressor. The way he was talking shit to him, he interrupted his face off. It got to like that was that face off was like a perfect definition of what could have happened the next day. Like I don't really care about Verb and Ice. I'm ready to fast forward to Verb and JC, and then JC loses the series. Jones blows a one zero lead. Doesn't have that great of a performance, and and Verb handles business. And now Verb is like, "Well, where's the new era, guys? I ain't battling JC." Like. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when you're when you're trying to prove a point, when you're talking shit like that, when you're on the cusp of getting this verb and surf battle, two battles that you said you wanted um, t almost two years ago, that you said you were not going to battle unless you get these two battles, now is the time to prove your point. Surf's in the building. Verb's on the card. Like, show the reason why they should be battling you. That's the perfect, per that's the perfect opportunity to, like... Because if, if Surf... If, I'm sorry. If JC goes crazy that night... 
and beat Sirius Jones clearly. Now we're looking at Verb like, all right, Verb, you you can't avoid this. And now we're looking at Surf like, don't you aren't you battling on volume next month? Like we put the pressure back to them. Now you put the now you give these guys the ability to deflect. And we gotta have a conversation about yeah, Skyler EFB. This is probably like the first time EFB is taking a loss by the fan votes in Summer Madness, man. Because Nitty lost to Reed and Geechee lost to Clips on Summer Madness on the fan votes. And since then, that's the last time EFB has taken a loss on the fan votes consecutively. Av and JC lost on the fan votes that night, man. You know what I mean? Level says Charlie, then Loso. Yeah, we talked about it already. We talked about JC in the small rooms already, levels. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, all right, I think it's time for us to bring in the hotline. Let's, let's open up this Twitter space. Right, right, smack volume. All right, wonderful. Started the Twitter spaces. We're live in effect. Anybody in the caffeine chat that wants to pull up and give their thoughts on volume eight over the weekend or anything regarding any battle rap period, pull them up to the spaces, man. Request to be a speaker. Go on ahead, you know, we, we don't bite. We, we're very open. We let you get your bars off. Let you say what you got to say. Let's edit this title. Aftermath. Volume 8. Perfect. All right, man. Well, we have the hotlines open available for anybody who wants to pull on up. Let's keep on talking about some more volume eight, man. Uh, we didn't talk about DNA and King Los, so uh, let's talk about DNA and King Los while we're here, man. Uh, DNA and King Los. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let y'all set it off. Actually, I'm gonna let y'all set it off. What What did y'all think about DNA and King Los? King Los's chains, that's hilarious. My weird battle tonight. DNA second and third, says Tata. Go to track, says King Los three. Oh, wow. Hold on, Go to hold on, man. You didn't even give DNA the third round, bro? Yeah, Justin, we got the spaces running. Uh, if anybody wants to pull on up on the spaces, just send a request. You could be a speaker. We can talk it out, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm opening up the hotline. Anybody wants to pull on up? Pull on up. Some more answers here. The third was close, says Goaded. Tata says, neutralize King Los in the second like a vet should. Just guess this is crazy how a battle we don't ask for becomes battle of the night. 
refresh this over here. That's probably what's going on. Let's close this out. Let's open up this Twitter space again. Give me a second, y'all. Volume 8. Perfect. All right. Again, Twitter space is open. Anybody want to pull up on the Twitter space talk? Yo, sh you can pull on up one and give us your thoughts. Back to reading these messages, though. Jay Sketch, like he said, crazy how battle we didn't ask for becomes battle of the night. Neutralized King looks like a vet should, says Tata. Um, music by Wayne says King Low showed he can really hang in the ring, man. All right, man, everybody that's pulling up inside the Twitter space, a salute to you guys. This is a Volume 8 Aftermath Fan Relay Show. You know what I'm saying? This is for the people. Um, this is for the people. If you guys like to be a speaker, request to be a speaker, talk to me about your Volume 8 Aftermath, some of the recaps, some of the battles, if you got a chance to watch it back, some of your thoughts, your biggest takeaways. You know, right now we're on Caffeine and uh, Twitter space simultaneously. But right now we're talking about some DNA and King Los. And um, a lot of the people... Give King Los this battle. It's very debatable. In fact, King Los won the fan vote, right? King Los won the fan vote. Um, reading some more messages on, on the caffeine chat here. It says, King Los showed he can really hang in the ring. Skylar says, uh, he gave King Los the second because DNA started slow. King Los won first and second clear. Says some of these messages, the third goes either way. I have King Los 2-1. Wow, man. Wow. All right, this is what I think of King Los and DNA. First off, I'm going to just talk about King Los real quick. I don't know if you guys consider Mickey industry, right? Because me personally, he's never left the culture. He's always been around in the culture. Like, he never really was absent. He was at all the events. He was always an influencer. So it, it kind of feels weird to label him as such because he was never really an outsider. They had to try to come back and adapt. But respects to his musical career, uh, his, his career as an artist, I should say, he had a deal. He wasn't battling in 08, 09, 010, 11. He came back in 2013 when it was already modernized, when leagues were out. So Mickey Fax is technically industry. So with that being said, Mickey Fax is probably the best industry battle rapper. But if you feel weird about it, you can put King Los as number one or number two. King Los is easily the second best, if not the first, industry guy to come back to battle rap. Easily. Because I've been at all his performances, except uh, obviously this one. But I've been at, I've been at the Head Ice Battle. I've been to the Daylight Battle. Those are in hostile rooms. Those are in crowds. Like, people want to say, oh, the Daylight Battle is friendly. Like, nah, man. Daylight was trying to take that man out. Like, Daylight was going crazy in that first round. And King Lewis had a second round where he was able to control a thousand-plus size room. You know what I mean? And him and Head Ice, like, he took Head Ice on 21 days prep because him and Daylight backed out, like... I have a ton of respect for what King Los is able to do in the modern era. Um, he's able to freestyle. He punches not that well. He can angle. He's a solid angler. Like I, I honestly think he's a better angler than a lot of mid-tiers. So when I see he, he was able to be productive on the stage, there was no question that his third battle, where he's only going to get better in a small room, that he wasn't going to do good. Like... I don't. I never understood this whole 
DNA is going to kill him. DNA is going to 30 him because it's like, well, you put this guy in a small room. You put this guy in the chance for him to be his best self. And like, like I mentioned at the top of the show, sometimes you don't body people when they have good performances. Like, and, and I felt like DNA was trying to replicate the Mickey Fax battle. You know, he was trying to replicate that Mickey Fax performance as a whole. He even came out with a white T-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He went first just like Mickey. It was on the, vo- it was on the volume just like the Mickey battle. Um, everything about it was damn near, uh, like a replica of his performance against Mickey Fax. And truth of the matter is you can't replicate history, bruh. <laughs> I can't read that on air, man, but that's funny. Uh, you can't replicate history, bro. Like sometimes when you have these anomaly special performances, these milestones, these career highs, like you just don't get into that bag all the time. You know what I'm saying? You drop 60 one night, whatever you was feeling that day might not come around in the near future. You're not going to keep dropping 60 all the time on the court. You know what I mean? So what the bag that he was in for Mickey Fax was a very special bag. And it was it was a much different bag than the King Lowe's bag. Like the Mickey grudge goes as far back as 2011 when DNA battled Young Ill. And he felt like Mickey Fax leaked out some of his like angles and material for Young Ill. That battle is it was seven, almost eight years in the making. So that's one. Two, if you heard DNA's backstory of his life before the Mickey Fax battle, like his his grandmother was ill, he was expecting a child. Um, on you know, it hadn't been born yet, but he was expecting his child, so that's really stressful. Uh, he was going through it, and he wasn't where he's at now, at least not financially, neither. Where it's like he has his caffeine deal, he has all these things that he has now. So, like, life was very different in 2018 as opposed to it is in 2021. So, some of that struggle, some of that pain, some of that hunger, you cannot replicate because you're not in that same space. More importantly, Back then against Mickey, he was using gun bars. If you ask me, all of his best haymakers for Mickey were gun bars. You're 36, I'm 27. This is why this line is genius. Et cetera, et cetera. This is the nine between us. He rap about credit scores, whatever he flaunt. With this 357, I get whatever I want. Like, you know what I'm saying? I admit it's been 12 since I let a small one clap, but it's muscle memory. Soon I lift the arm, it all comes back. Like, all of that was gun bar DNA. And that's why it was so explosive. That's why it was so effective. That's why it was so good. Now, when you take away his ability to to explode to the rim like this, right, to have these gun bars, to be able to drop these haymakers, like, he doesn't have the same tools to kind of, like, put that pressure on King Los. More importantly, his third round against King Los, when he, like, turned up his energy all the way, he had three rounds of that level of energy for Mickey Fax. Against King Los, he didn't he didn't get into that bag until the third round. Again, we're on the Twitter spaces, man. We salute to all the listeners on the Twitter space. If you guys want to pull up, request to be a speaker, give me your thoughts on King Los versus DNA. You'll be more obliged to just hit the mic button at the bottom left corner. We'll bring you up, and you can give us your thoughts on King Los versus DNA or any battles on Smack Valley Me. Let's read some of these messages. It depends who you had on the second. Second round, uh, look, for me, I still feel like DNA won the last two rounds clearly, but I, I understand how this game works. I get it. 
And Battle Rap, with this, this is, is an ongoing episode that just never changes of people creating expectations before the battle. And when expectations are not met or exceeded, it changes the perception of the battle. Tata, are you still here? Tata, th- th- we've, how many times have we seen this, right? Where somebody is expected to beat somebody by a, a clear margin and the other person is expected to not do well and this person does better than what you thought and the person that you thought was going to win wasn't as dominant as you thought and so you do the math on that and you say well King Lewis did better than what I thought DNA didn't kill him like I thought so I think it's debatable I got King Lewis winning and it's not the case this is this is religious this is this is almost insanity at this point the fact that we go through this same exact lesson in every single event where there's one heavy favorite one heavy underdog and we constantly forget two things. One, these people are constant professionals. And two, this is an any given Saturday sport. This is any given Saturday, bruh. You guys have witnessed upsets all year long. For the last two years. Last three years. Last four years. <laughs> the last five years. Every year. Or at least every month now that we have events every month. There's probably one upset. And for some reason, we still can't, like, grasp the, the thought that, like, all right, this person has a puncher's chance of winning. You never stop to think, like, what if this person who's, who is equipped with all the tools to win this battle clearly just uses the wrong approach, their, overthinks their battle, and, and doesn't come with the, the proper material that we were expecting? Sometimes life can be more than what they expected, and they can stumble, fumble through their battle, or even choke. Like, those are all... Very well possible things. Salute to Big Hand in the Twitter spaces, man. Salute to Big Hand. Um, these are all very well possible things that can happen with battlers. So, like, I, whenever we just kind of cross out the elimination of somebody can't do something, it's just like, be a little more open-minded, man. That's all I got to say about DNA and King Los, man. King Los is the best. If you don't consider Mickey Fax, he is the best battler to come from the industry. Um, it looks like he's still gonna be outside, so that's good to that's good to know. All right, man, we got the rich kid BX that just sent the request to speak. We're gonna add him in as a speaker. All right, rich kid, go ahead, man. We're talking some King Los and DNA. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. King Los and DNA. Not only that, what you saying in the overall battle rap. I think that everybody should stop anticipating it and just let them rap and let it just let let them talk the way you're gonna talk. Like, like you said, any given Saturday. You know what I mean? Willie Beeman came out of nowhere, third third string quarterback. Come on, you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, bro. I I don't know. I just. We've seen some of the most impossible things. Like, if, if anybody is a battle rap fan, in my opinion, you're probably a sports fan, right? Nine times out of ten. And if you've been following sports to, since 2016 to now, even if you're just a brand new recent sports fan, you would have seen two of some of the greatest comebacks in sports history. The Cavs 3-1 comeback against the Warriors. The, the Patriots against the Falcons. What was it? 28-3. Like, so when you see that, how can you not say to yourself, like, Anything is anything is kind of possible. It might not be probable, but anything is possible, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100. And I what? think that, like you said, you you get those expectations, you should shut them down and just listen to the words, and then give you to give anybody the chance to win. Like, really, like you shouldn't be saying, "Oh, just because I'm edging them because of, because they did this and they did that." No, we talking about words right here. We ain't fighting in the 
What did you think of King Los and DNA? Because it sounds like you not sound like you don't listen to the narratives, you just listen to the content. What did you think of it? Uh, well well I think that personally I loved uh DNA his first round was a build up. His second round was where I wanted to go and then he went godly in the third round, personally. And I think Loso's first first, second and third was all all basically similar to each other. So it's like I can give DNA the third. I think the second would be a little debatable. Rich man, that's that's the fairest assessment of the battle. That's how I call the battle as well. I feel like um, DNA, being the vet that he is, should have utilized his platform and his ability to neutralize people having this high expectations. He should let people know that like King Los is good. King Los is, can be competitive with me, so that when this happens, people aren't shocked. Uh huh. Exactly. And I, I think King Los was doing where where when he battled daylight. Kind of dumbed it down a little bit, but he, he could have did what he did to he did. If he did this with daylight, it would have been a different battle. Mm. He did this for for DNA, and it was a great. He was a great King Lowe's. It was he was upstairs. Like really, he had me. Look, he had me read words in the dictionary. I didn't even know that was that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh shit, you got me thinking right now. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rewind. <laughs> Wait, you know what I mean? But then at the same time, he didn't have to dumb it down and, and like. Small room is the best for him. I don't think, I think, every, as, as you put him in a small room anywhere else, I don't think that no one else is going to be on that level no more. You know what I mean? Because now you've got to step the game so far of, of the way he's playing everything. You don't have to go for the crowd. Those are all great points, man. Rich Kid, man, I salute you for tapping in for us, bro. Definitely, man. Definitely. Have a good one, bro. I'm, I'm still listening. Salute, salute. Let's bring in family first, money last. All right, my brother, man. Uh, everybody else has requested to speak. We'll bring you in as a roulette. Uh, family first, money last. You got the green light to speak. Unmute yourself. Tell us what you thought about King Los DNA and anything else Volume Eight related that you that you like to touch on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Um, first, I want to say um, when whenever King Los comes into the the battle atmosphere of today, I automatically know that. Whatever reaction he's going to get, it's going to be graded on a curve. The reason I say that is, I think he did very well on Saturday. But there was some dry spots in there, for real. And if it was anybody else, the people would be like, oh, man, man, he's man, he not saying nothing. He, oh, he weak as hell this round. But because he's a quote-unquote industry rapper, he gets a lot of leeway and leverage. And don't get it twisted. He wasn't trash by no means. He was good. Especially in that um in that first round, unfortunately the uh the mics was messing up. He was good, but let's just be real. He gets graded on a curve, in my opinion, because I've seen the same criticisms of oh he doesn't get to the to, to the punch quick. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Like the same thing they they give a kid chaos and they slander chaos for 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 having those slow buildups or having a a line that don't hit, but they give in low uh. Saying, oh no, it, it hit. It was crazy. It was nice. 
And I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand that. So with, with that being said, I had personally DNA in the second and third. And he left Earth on the, on the third for real. Hey right. man, you 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 bodied all the calls, man. I feel like every call after you ha- better come with a better point because that was the best point I've heard all day. We criticized Kid Chaos for all the things that King Los did and didn't hold him to the same standards. And I want to ask you this: How do we stop this expectation curve, or does it never end? Do we just have to accept it? I mean, what I did, uh, somebody somebody in the battle said this. I can't I can't think of it, but essentially it was. A black basketball player can do a windmill dunk and it gets moderate views. A white dunker does the same thing and he gets all tens across the board. I just think when it comes to, when, when it's always going to come to the industry guys, your, your Cassidy's, your your King Loses, your J Mills, whatever. I remember when people were saying J Mills had, had the first round against K-Shot and I was like, on what planet? That nigga got smoked. He got smoked. I'm sorry. If the standard is this, I'm not lowering it for you just because you won't do it as often. Thank you for for, for, for coming into the realm, but I'm not about to give you an A plus when you gave me a, a B minus material. I'm sorry. So it ain't never gonna stop. It's just because people is gonna always give somebody who um you're always gonna give somebody who, who, who doesn't do this as often as, as the guys do right now more leeway. He's going to say, oh, well, remember, he's the industry rapper. I don't care. Listen, if, when you get get in the ring and you put on boxing gloves, I, I, I'm going to grade you like any other boxer. I'm not going to grade you just because you don't ever do this before. But that's just me, though. Listen, man, I think we found a term for it. Great inflation. And it's a real thing in battle rap. And there's a lot of people that suffer from this, right? Uh, I think Rum Nitty is one of the people that suffer from this the most because every single battle, people think he's going to dominate his opponents. So when his opponents do a little better than what they expect, he walks away with a debatable fight of the people's eyes. And uh, honestly, I feel like it's just become this, this aspect of battle rap that we have yet to admit to, right? Battle rap, a lot of times, is not what's being said, but it's how it's being said, it's when it's being said, and it's who's saying it. Because we can point, like you said, the Kid Chaos standard, we can point to a million things where somebody uses the exact same angle, same approach, or same punchline as somebody else, but they don't get the same criticism or praise for it. It's because of who said it, where they said it, and when they said it. Not so much what they said. That's a problem. Yo, man, I appreciate you for tapping in with us, family first, man. Please, uh, if you want to go ahead and stay muted, we're going to bring in some more people up. Uh, you were amazing, bro. Please, I'll do these every Monday. Um, I'm going to start my baby doing this either in the afternoon or the evening. We haven't solidified a time yet. You are welcome anytime, green light, anytime we do these call-up shows. Please, pull back around. Spin the block. No doubt. Thank you. Salute to you, bro. All right, man, I sent an invite to my man, Khan. I've seen he put a request in. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give him some priority because that's a good, uh, so it's a day one supporter of ours. But um, if he hasn't gotten the, re- the request yet, I'm gonna bring in my man Mayor, the real E Joe. All right, brother man, you are unmuted. Feel free to speak if you like to talk some King Los DNA or anything else volume related. We can we can switch the curve here. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, Khan. All right, man. Oh, we got Khan instead. Great. So Khan, I'll let you go first, and I, I we'll bring Mayor in next. Khan, what up, brother? Yeah, yeah, what's up? How you doing? Hey, I'm fantastic, man. Thank you for tapping in with us. Uh, no problem, no problem. Um, no, I'm just, I'm driving and I just tuned in. I, I don't know if there's anything um, 
specifically that you want me to speak about, or just you want my thoughts on on the volume card, etc. How about this? Let's 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 change the directions a little bit. Tell me what was your biggest aftermath from Volume Eight? Like, what was the biggest thing that stood out to you from all the battles? Uh, uh, sure. Look, King Lose, man. King Lose, like for me. I, I mean, I wasn't that su- surprised that I, I know, he, I knew he could rap. Like, I used to listen to his music. Like, I was aware of the punchline ability, etc. Uh, it was just more about the approach that he was going to take to the battle. Um, and yeah, he, he showed that he can be competitive, which was cool. Um. I think DNA is actually really underrated, man. <laughs> think DNA is underrated. Yeah, man. I think that, like, look. I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit it that, like, like I think you alluded, alluded to it earlier. It's like, a lot of it, uh, a lot of how material is judged just comes from like who's saying it. And I, I think DNA, DNA can like be said to perhaps be a bit, a bit boring, maybe lack that little bit of star power. But like, like he's a really, really good bell rap. No, no, DNA is amazing. DNA is amazing at what he does, and I don't know if underrated is the right word for DNA because he's, he's an all-time great. But I just feel like there's two things, right? Expectations, obviously, the inflation grade that we just talked about, and more importantly, that you just can't replicate history. Like I feel like he was trying to replicate that Mickey Fax performance, and you just you just can't do that sometimes. I, I don't know, man. I, I think I think when it drops on the app, like. I think his first round, like, if you, if you paid attention to how it was constructed, he was following just, like, one line of thought the whole way through while punching. Like, he just wasn't getting reaction, but he was speaking about one thing. And I thought that was, like, really, really, like, impressive. I don't know. Like, I hadn't taken the first, like, fairly, fairly clearly. I just think that, I think it needs to be rewatched that. People need to appreciate the round as a whole. And I think, I think he took the first clear. I think he got the second because he always had a long dry spot all the way up to his alter DNA punch talking about irrelevant crap. And then the third, he left us. Like, I, I think it was a third. But I mean, like I said, it's, it's that thing of like, people are impressed with different grades, man. And I think Lowe's being an industry guy, people are super impressed. Con, let me get your thoughts on one thing, and, uh, and I'm going to bring Mayor in. We're talking about JC earlier, right? And everybody says JC in a small room, right? Like, that's the sentence they use when they see JC on a volume card. But I'm here to say. I think JC might have not won a single battle in the entire volume series against Twerk, Av, Sirius Jones. And when you point to a lot of his small room battles, like Clips and Loso beat him, like, is is this JC in a small room thing a myth? Because I think he might be better on the stage in a small room. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that that's not an unreasonable uh, assessment. I think it's perhaps, perhaps because he's not conventionally good on the stage in that he doesn't necessarily carry that aggression but he says these things with like a lot of conviction and it lands in the crowd uh I, I, yeah i don't know man jay he just battles too fucking much man and a lot of what he i feel like a lot of of, of how he, he comes across is based on like this this, this aura of presence that he's giving off, and he doesn't, he can't translate that when, like, I see him battling at a high school gym and shit, like, fuck. And, yeah, I think he loses a lot of presence, and perhaps maybe more so in actually in, in small rooms where it's more intimate, and you're supposed to come across as more intimidating. But he did lose clear, though. Uh, like, is, is that, surely that's not up for debate either. 
No, yeah. Um, listen, the man has battled almost 25 times since he battled Rum Nitty, and he said, bring me Lux. So since that moment, he's battled almost 30 times. Like, you've you probably put some wear and tear on your pen after all that, right? There's, there's no way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely, like I said, the potency of what he's saying, I think it's, it's lost when, 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 when he's battling all the time. But I want to double back on that conversation about the, the, the how we judge content. Man, Ramniri, like I'm, I'm getting, it's, it's kind of disgusting, you know, like how people are starting to view his battles. Mm. Talk about it. Like, if you, that, that guy consistently, it's unbelievable material, but uh, if people are judging it like, oh, he's giving us so much of it and then he just dilutes the it's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't, it really pisses me off because like, it means that we, we're not valuing good content just because it's too much of it. Bro, we've, like, we've never valued good content in this culture. For God's sakes, Iron Solomon and Rum Nitty is still not at a million views. That's probably one of the that's probably one of the best 50 battles I've ever seen in my entire life. And that battle does not have two commas on it, all right? So when people talk about, oh, I want the bars, I care about the bars, I don't care about the bars. Yeah, yeah. All right? Uh, <laughs> so, it's sad, man. It's it's tra- it's tragic, man. But Khan, I, I appreciate you for tapping in, bro. As always, much love to you. Let me go ahead and bring in Mayor. Salute, bro. All right, Mayor. Uh, what up, man? Sick. Thank you for tapping in. Uh, you know, we talk we talk about DNA and low set nauseum now. So I'll let you change the directions, man. Tell me anything, Volume Eight, that really stood out to you from any of the performances or battles. Well, yeah, man. I was gonna tap into what y'all was saying a minute ago, real quick. Um. I think it's absolutely true, man. In this culture, bro, it's like, it's an any given Saturday, bro. Like, it, we talk about upsets, man. Like, it, it's just it's just the energy. You can't predict what's going to happen in that room until you get in there. Like, when I saw Mr. Wavy beat Twerk, like, clearly, no debating in the room. Even though we know Twerk's material is, le- like, million times better. You know what I mean? But he, Mr. Wavy, of all people, you know what I mean? So... Things like that let you know that, like, you can't just, yeah, you, you can't go into a situation just thinking it's going to be what it looks like on paper. But, um, man, yeah, with, with King Lawson and DNA, man, I, um, uh, man, I watched it. You know, crazy, I just actually watched it, man, because I had missed it the day of, but I, I caught a little bootleg, man. Um, yeah, man, honestly, I think first round, man, is, is, I, I gave that to Los. You know, third round is no debate. DNA was, like, God level in the third, you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like the second is the one people are going to debate, but I'm going to be honest. I have to watch it again. It's super, like, to me, it's debatable for me, but I, I will say I like the person who had the bar that stood out to me was Lowe's. Mm. Yeah. That, that, um, that COVID with that, that arm up with the COVID, uh, that, that shit he did with the COVID thing, the COVID test. As, as long as, I mean, as, long, as long as the second, as long as the second, COVID. yeah, as long as the that second jab crazy. altered DNA, that was, I'm going to be honest, that was probably the bar that made me be like, oh, that was crazy so um i think it could be that i think people are overlooking it that might have been the standout bar of that round from either of them. you know um but you know i have to watch it again man it was, it was a good battle though. i think like i said king los is most definitely the as far as just coming into battle rap and being like almost seem like a natural into it yeah he's got it like he's he's got the moves he's got the yeah and he's still he's still barely like you could tell he's not as good as he can be you know like um but he's he's already on point, man. So that's crazy, you know. But he's a, he's a hell of a rapper. So 
and he could freestyle his ass off. So um, I even felt like I don't know. I was gonna ask you, did y'all peep it? I think he freestyled a little bit um, in the first round. It seemed like he kind of forgot what he wrote at one point. Like, I don't know if y'all peeped that he was kind of stopping and thinking. Yeah, I just see the pauses. Yeah, yeah. I think he might have freestyled his way out of some shit. You know what I mean? But that's you know, if anybody can do it, you know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Let, let me let me let me tackle some of these messages here. That's in the chat, right? Real quick to some one of the people that said King Lo Strio. You hear that, goaded? The third round is non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Nah. And and there's <laughs> uh, a question here from Tata says, did we just give Los the first because did we just give the first to Love just because, or do we feel he actually won it clear? You know what I'm saying? And for me. It, it was a good round. That microphone and the chain shit really kind of altered my ability to digest as much as possible. But it felt like that's his best round. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Is there any other big takeaways you have from Volume Eight Weekend? I do. Oh, we might we think we think we might have lost Mayor. Uh, all right, Con, uh, go go right ahead, man. We still kept you around in a rotation here. Uh, are we gonna like start acknowledging that theoretically B dot like might he might have everything to be unbeatable? Mmm. Alright. Now now we unpacking something. I mean I know he did lose to chill or whatever, but there was a stumble and an angle right. and life, etc. But <laughs> like he's packed up he's packed up as and <laughs> Can anyone else say that? All right, look, real quick, because we got four speakers here on the panel, or three speakers. Um, my mayor just left. And then I'm going to rotate after you three guys. Khan brought up this interesting point about BDOT. I just want to throw this out there. I just want to throw this out there. Does BDOT have everything equipped in his skill set and his tools as a battle rapper to be one of the only people that can probably be Geechee Gotti, clearly? You know, like you can't, like they, they, you know, they're both from the streets, so you know you can't do that. Um, B dot's a pretty decent puncher. They don't talk about how good of a puncher he is. He's a great angler. Uh, like I don't see what somebody like Geechee would do to defuse B dot. You know, like <laughs> might be a battle I need and like. Man, that would be. But that got to be like a headline on like a either volume. Like, I, I don't want no big room for that one. I really wouldn't, believe it or not. Like, because, man, Jesus, man. No, you got me thinking now. Like, that's crazy. Yo, think about that, man. You know what I'm saying? I really, yeah. like, in, in my in my eyes, I feel like if they had some tension, it could be this decade's version of Hitman versus Verb. That's how I feel. But, uh, you know, I was in a space and and and, and um, with Surf, and he was talking about it, and he kept he kept making the fans to get the numbers, you know. And look, I mean, I'm and and the business, and I think the problem is that Bidot doesn't seem to to have an appetite to really want to translate like his material onto a big stage, and I think he's going to be confined, perhaps at least as to how well he should be perceived if he just sticks in a small room and battles infrequently. But, but uh, what I will say is I think he's able to. I think he can write for a big stage. I just think he's similar to like Luke maybe where you're just unwilling to change your material as much. 
but he is still I think he's still more receptive um to a big stage than like than Mook of course but I do think that it might hold him back so it's like might have a point man I mean business is business all right, well, Rich, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you, uh, he left already, so. Uh, family first, and Khan, man, salute to you guys. Let me go ahead and bring some other people to uh, request this. Salute to both you brothers. All right, man, let's uh, let's bring in a few more people. We're here till 3.30. We can go a little bit over time. Uh, I'll bring in two at a time, man. i bring my man the Battle Rap Parliament as a speaker, and I'm going to bring in my man uh, Mad Lynx. Mad Lynx as a speaker here. Alright bros, uh, I know we talked a little bit about B-Dot and Geechee, that's just a fantasy, so we'll, we'll get back to reality. Uh, volume 8, Weekend, what were some things that really stood out to you guys over the weekend from all the battles, all any individual performances? Yeah, um, hey, can you can hear me clearly? I just want to make sure I have no feedback. Yeah, you good to go, man. What up, Lynx? Yeah, so, um, about... Sorry, about volume eight though. When it comes to <laughs> yeah, right? JC and Sirius, I think JC was rapping like he was on a big stage doing that line by line, stopping for like a haymaker. Instead, Sirius is just rapping, continuously rapping, good flow, good good raps itself, and it beats that. Um, and it's weird because JC, you would think you would do that in a in a small room, you would think that he would be better, but he was rapping like it was a big stage, like he was rapping it to 2,000 people. And I think I think he took the wrong approach. And I, like I'm a JC fan, and I can admit that he lost this one because I think that he just did this all wrong. His lines were good, but it was like it's not matching the material that Sirius and the flow and the raps that he was doing that he was combating that. So that was like the upset that we all weren't like we were confused about, but. It's all JC's fault at the end of the day if mm. he changed his approach. So it's more about JC losing than Jones winning for you? Yeah, because I don't like the, like, I hate the word narrative, but whatever. But um, everybody said, hey, JC was we, we, we all do. Punch. We all, but then when we all hate talk it. about the dancing and the, all the other the drug angles that we've heard in the last two years about JC, is like, oh, we're going to go past that. Like, we hear those two angles over and over again. Same thing with JC's with the, with the punch. So I'm not discrediting it, uh, discrediting um, Sirius in any type of way. Um, he beat he beat JC. He was good that night. That's probably one of the best Jones we've seen in the modern era of like Jones coming back. Um, but I also think that if he if JC went back to like the way he was rapping against App, like going quick, he will have a better chance and more receptive to his bars more than just waiting for everyone to react, like he was on a big stage. Hey, man, I can't dispute any of those points, man. Battle Rap Parliament, would you like to chime into any of Link's points, or would you like to switch the direction and tell me something about Volume 8 that really stood out for you? The floor is yours. Yo, I think B-Dot is probably, in my humble opinion, the greatest battle rapper right now. <laughs> and I know this sounds kind of crazy, but I want, I want to remind you guys last year, the year that he had... He had Battle of the Year with the Saga. He, in my opinion, 30 T-Pop on Summer Madness. Ooh. He made the UM2 winner look crazy on that Mook card. He had performance of the night. And one round in against Tilla Jones. We were all thinking the same thing. Tell us how you Tell really feel! 30 this match. Tell us how you really feel! B-Dot was about to 30 this man. And then he had the stumble in the second. And it all went downhill from there. 
Now, this year, to me, he's 30 shook. I don't know what, what debatable you guys saw, but he's 30 shook, right? To me. Had a great battle with DNA and 30 that. But this goes beyond last year. He had a clash with Danny Myers in the West. He had a great battle with Cortez on KOTD. He 30 oops on KOTD. He had a classic third round against EK in the West. He is great. He doesn't have bad performances. Now, the question is, can he clearly beat Gichigadi? No. And the reason is, he doesn't have the, the most important attribute in battle rap. Star power. How does Sue serve 30 Calico and John John in 30 days? Star power. This man can say anything. Any fucking thing and y'all would cheer him. And B-Dot doesn't have that. Gichigadi, we allow him to stumble several battles in a row. No one says anything. We just say he wins. And that's star power. And that's why B-Dot can't carry the Gichigadi. I think, uh, just to chime on the last point, I wouldn't say that no one says that. Uh, I listen to Let's Talk, you know, Black Compass, all these other blogs. When they talk about, like, let's say Gichi versus Cal, they did mention... No, the reason why Cal won this battle is because Geechee was flipping and blipping in the third round against Verb. Everyone was talking about him doing the same little blitz, and that's why people were giving Verb the win. I don't think that people, we don't look over it, but I do think that that is a problem. But he is very consistent, though. He gives you yeah. three rounds of consistent rats that, and he has the star power. I will not deny that. Like, are you watch Geechee, you feel it. Especially in the West, it's like a superpower. He's Superman over there. But... I do think B Dot can beat Geechee, especially if it's in a small room. That's no question. He can beat Geechee, but Fran said clearly. I don't think B Dot can clearly where the consensus is like, yeah, B Dot won that battle and it's not debatable. Wow. Uh, there's no question if Parliament is part of Elevated Gang or not. There's no questions there. <laughs> Another topic, though, our, uh, France, you said that you felt like Arsenal didn't win a single 1v1 three-round battle this year, correct? Correct. I want to take it further. He hasn't won a round. <laughs> like, 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 like a standard Danny Myers 30 hump. Real sick. When he enforced a 2 minute and 30 second cut time, and he went over that limit and still got 30. Luke Castro to me 30 hump, but I guess you can say one or two rounds are debatable, but to me he's the second round. I'm not a Castro fan. Okay, fine. I'm not a Castro fan, so I'm not even going to argue for that. And then he just got 30 by Loso, who to me should have bodied him. But Loso failed to take advantage of Arsenal's like bad performance. Wow. Um, I don't know you felt this strongly about it. Not one round. Another take, though. I never want to see a head ice battle again. That is all. Um, another point, King Lose was given a lot of patience. He took a pause after every single bar. And that's something that we don't allow anyone else to get away with. Why is that? Why are we so starstruck with by these semi-celebrities? <laughs> Call him a semi-celebrity? The bad thing about... I mean, the good and bad thing about um, battle rap and our fans. Like, you know how we're very vindictive or sometimes too negative? But when it comes to these... Hey, Ozzy, I don't know what's games, going on here, bro. We will give a chance. That's one I don't know what's going on here, like, bro. Right, we'll give you the chance. He came in hot. Even though win or lose, let's see what you can do here. We're not going to automatically blow up the jump unless you're terrible on some cannabis level. But everyone else, you come in here, we listen to what you say that first time, the second time, cool. If King Lose come, comes back next month in a big stage and pauses and stuff like that, I think that we're not going to give him any slack. But because this is his first time on Smack 
and you're like, all right, let's give them a chance. As a matter of fact, we do do that. You know what's crazy to me, though? Nothing you know what's crazy to me is that people like King Lowe's and Cassidy, and I'm a King Lowe's fan, not a, not a King Lowe's battle rapper fan, I'm a King Lowe's rapper fan. People like King Lowe's and Cassidy constantly in your faces, like downgrade the culture. Like King Lowe's literally in a DNA face off essentially said he doesn't even respect the culture because people get three months to write and 48 hours on our track yeah, is yeah. different. It's, it's a real thing. And yeah, we yeah. still give him the patience when he's giving us a, in my opinion, a subpar performance. Not the bars, but the actual performance, the pausing between bars, the being the semi-ness. He was clearly trying to remember every single bar. So I don't understand why are we so why are we worshiping these pseudo celebrities? Why? Uh, part of me, truth be told, bro, like, I think fans just love to be disrespected, too. Like, I, I think yeah. back to, like, all the King of the Dot days when they used to book Arsenal all the time, and the entire crowd is, like, all white, and Arsenal's like, you crackers! And they're all like, yeah, call us crackers! Like, <laughs> like people just kind of just like that feeling of just, like, oh, you're involving me in something. Or, like, when Pat Stay would probably, like, criticize crowds or, you know, they just like that. We can't, we, there's nothing we can do about that. But my rebuttal to that is it's one thing when it's in jest and it's a part of the performance. This was a face-off. Mm. This was his, his genuine opinion. True. Sheesh, man. It's crazy. And this is why I don't respect the identity of the battle rap culture because we don't even respect ourselves like that. Parliament man, I, I I'm so upset that I have to end the show. You came in you came in so hot like this. Like I, I need you to call back again next Monday, bro. You already know. Yeah, man. Salute to you. You've been tapped in with us day one. You you a big supporter of ours, and we rock with you heavy. And Link, since same applies to you, man. Everybody that requested to speak, thank you, thank uh, you. we will definitely spin the block and do this a little bit sooner. Um, we're trying to figure out the bright start time for this. The afternoons are good for me, but if people like the evenings a little bit better, we'll let the people choose what's the schedule time because this little uh, Twitter space slash caffeine show is really fun. I love to hear what you guys think, and goddamn, some of you guys have some great points, some great takes, some great hot takes, and it's good because you get to say all the things that I can't say without getting in trouble. So what we here for it. It's exactly what y'all here for. Salute to you, brother. Salute to everybody tapped in. As always, much love. One. And everybody on Caffeine, man. Uh, listen, man. Y'all saw what happened. The Zoom finished. It's, it was my time to go anyway. I let him go eight minutes over time. Tata, it was a great show. Tata, I'm going to reformat the show into this style because this is the most fun and energy I've had in a long time. Um, this was really good. I got some pineapple OG. Um, and I got some Italian ice. I don't know which one of the two I'm going to crush, but one of these two is going to get crushed up and, and rolled into something very nice. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Fuck it. I don't even feel like rolling. Let me go grab the bong. That's the type of time we're on on this Monday. And I'm off today. Being off on a Monday is top-tier behavior, bro. Like, it's the best thing in the world. You get to beat the Sunday blues. But salute to everybody in the chat, as always, man. I appreciate all y'all rock with us. Lil Reggie. Uh, Jav, you know what I'm saying? M4, Music by Wayne, CJ, Dave, G420, uh, D Rock in the building, B City in the building, Skyler, my man Skyler, NGC, you know what I'm saying? What's that? Justin, much love to Justin, Ozzy King, Shaolin, my man Gooey Goose in the building. I ain't see Gooey in a minute. Goat it. You might have to change that King Lowe's 3-0, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accepting that third round. I'm not accepting that. Jay Sketch, salute to you too, bro. Everybody is tapped in, man. This doesn't exist without y'all. So much love. We'll be back uh, later this week. Peace and love, everyone.